All right. Those were fun, huh? Blue, you guys won a lot of competitions. Who do you guys think won? You want to know? Yeah! I have the answer right here. I'm not going to tell you yet, though. This is really fun for me. Um, okay, listen, shh. Uh, okay, so did you guys have fun over these last eight weeks? Yes. What was your favorite week? Hold on, wait, wait. I can't hear you when you all scream at the same time, so, Maddie. Yes, the electric fence, yeah. Soccer? Okay, let's do this. Soccer, who's soccer? All right. What else? Dalton? The pasta? Did you guys like to eat the pasta? Yeah, Connor. The ostrich race? That was pretty fun, yeah. Kangaroo? I wanted to do the kangaroo one. I like to throw spears at things. What else? Anybody else? Yeah, Alex. The what? Oh, the log toss. Yeah, the caber toss. Yes. I think the Scottish night was my favorite with the bagpiper. Come on. That's pretty awesome. All right. Well, um, I know the competitions are done. I know the, the uh, amazing race is basically over, but um, I want to talk to you guys just for a few minutes uh, about a couple things, and uh, I have one more video to show you if that's okay. Is that okay? All right. So let's check out this video first, and then we'll chat. Here's the deal. We're all pretty smart. I mean, this is the information age. We finally arrived and now ooze with intelligence. However, it wasn't always like it is today. About 2,000 years ago, a guy named Ptolemy thought that the universe revolved around the Earth. And it wasn't until about 500 years ago that people realized, hey, maybe this Earth isn't flat. Sure, that was the Stone Age, but it's still been a slow process for man. But even the past 100 years has been filled with misguided wisdom. Check it. In 1899, the Patent Office president was ready to close up shop because, according to him, everything that could be invented had been. Gosh, I can't think of anything that's been invented since then. Let me think. Hmm. Anyway. Or how about Wilbur Wright, 1901, saying man would not fly for 50 years. Oh, uh, Wilbur, thanks for the first successful flight only a couple of years after you said that. Oh, here's a favorite of mine. In 1908, Henry Ford's lawyer said, The horse is here to stay. The automobile is only a novelty. A fad. Wow, you got two things wrong in one quote and undermine your client's work. That's impressive. Well, you know this one. A technical journal said, and I quote, the Titanic is made practically unsinkable, except for the fact that it sank. And that last part was me, not the quote. Or how about when Henry M. Warner of Warner Brothers asked a doozy? He said, who wants to hear actors talk? I'm like, uh, everybody, unless it's a Keanu movie. Or this, the father of radio said in 1967, Men will never reach the moon, regardless of all future scientific advances. This quote became garbage two years later. Or how about the founder of IBM who once said, 
There is a world market for maybe five computers. Add about eight zeros and you hit it right on the head, buddy. Okay, that's enough. Now look, I realize some of these comments were somewhat recent, but here's the cool part. I think the tide has finally turned and we have reached a state of enlightenment. Because honestly, we're stinking smart. Now it is okay to say that man has all the answers. I mean, you, hey, what's that? Wait, I can't, hang on, I can't read this backwards, let me see. What? This is ridiculous. Hey, who put this here? Hey, Tony. Well, go find out. This is crazy, guys. Is this a joke? No, of course I'm mad. This is ridiculous. Oh, yeah? Well, we'll just see about that, won't we? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm out of here, pal. Hey, move. I'm gone. I am gone. Gone. He's gone. Technology is pretty cool, isn't it? Um, I like that video. So we, we've discussed several different topics over these past um, eight weeks. We've, we've uh, uh, shared the gospel message uh, at least twice, okay? Um, and if, you, if you've ever watched The Amazing Race on TV, you know that the further along you go, the, the less uh, people are involved in, and it, it eventually gets down to one winner or one team winner, and then the race is over, right? Tonight, we're down to one team that's won, okay? Yeah? Um, you want to know who it is? I'll tell you in a few minutes, okay? Um, so we're down to one team that's won. Shh, listen. And uh, the longer you yell, the longer you have to wait, so. Um, down to one winning team, and the outreach, the, this, our amazing race is coming to a close, okay? But listen, that doesn't mean that... Um, that, that we've arrived at our destination yet, okay? Just because we've covered a lot of different topics, just because we've heard the gospel twice, doesn't mean that we are stinking smart, like he said in the video, or that, we've, uh, that we have all the answers, okay? And, and so um, it's not like we can say, all right, we've heard the gospel, uh, enough, we've spent enough tom- time talking about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins and, and uh, raising again three days later, and, and uh, we've covered that, okay? Okay. Um, we've learned enough about it, now we can move on to something else. Or, or, or maybe some of you are thinking, man, I, I'm glad I don't have to bring my Bible anymore or invite friends or wear my T-shirt. You don't have to wear your T-shirt anymore, okay? Wear a T-shirt, please, though. Um, but, but I don't have to bring my Bible anymore. I don't have to invite friends because I'm not getting points, okay? There's no incentive, right? Um, listen, if that's the only reason that you were doing those things to begin with, then you've missed the point. Hopefully you've developed a habit over these past uh, eight, nine weeks of, of getting out of your comfort zone and, and uh, speaking to your friends and reaching out to them a little bit. Um, you've developed a habit, hopefully, of getting into your Bible. Uh, if nothing else, at least bringing it on Wednesday nights and opening it up. But hopefully um, that you're digging into it more throughout the week, okay? Um, I want to see you continue to do these things because it's, it, even though our themed outreach is over, even though um, uh, the amazing race is over, we should never stop reaching out. Okay, just because our outreach is over doesn't mean we stop reaching out to others. Um, that's part of the, uh, our 3D vision at Crosspoint here. Um, it's the third D in our 3D vision of building uh, 3D relationships. It's being driven to reach others with the love of Christ. And, and so keep inviting your friends. Keep bringing, um, keep bringing them to hype. Keep uh, digging into your Bibles and, and living out your faith in front of your friends the other six days of the week. It doesn't change doesn't change what your, your goal is as a, as a follower of Christ. 
Okay? The outreach just kind of gives us an excuse to do that uh, and help you understand how to do that. Well, now, now you know how to do it, and hopefully uh, you'll continue doing that. Um, but listen, being driven to reach others isn't the only D in our 3D vision. There's two other ones. In fact, it's the third one. It's not even the first one. The first one is being devoted to Jesus. Everything comes from that. Uh, and then the second one is being dedicated to one another. We, we don't just want to see people uh, uh, come to know Christ and, and get saved. We definitely want to see that. Okay? We, we definitely want to see that happen. Uh, but, but we also want to see people grow into the fullness of Christ. That's different. There, there, there's more to it than just simply um, giving God your heart and surrender. We want to see people mature. I want to see you guys mature in your faith and grow uh, deeper in your love for God. And, and that takes time. And so uh, you can't just do that in nine weeks. Um, some of you may, may think right now that because you've trusted in Christ as your Savior, that you're good to go. You, you've reached the finish line. You've arrived. That's the only thing you have to do as a Christian. Um, if that were true, then you, you wouldn't be here anymore. There would be no purpose for you to be here on earth. You'd just go straight up to heaven once you gave your life to Christ. That passage at the end of the video was Proverbs 26, 12. It said, Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for him. So if you think you know it all, this is what it's saying. If you think you know it all, you, you actually don't. You don't know it all. And so whether you've been a Christian for a long time or you gave your life to Christ during this outreach, uh, listen, we've all got room to grow. We've all got things left to learn about Jesus. None of us has arrived. Our life here on earth is about being devoted to Jesus, being dedicated to one another, uh, being driven to reach others. Uh, in other words, to love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, to love our neighbor as ourself, and, uh, and to go and make disciples. Okay? And so um, it all centers around the gospel, though. If we don't have the gospel, we don't have Christianity. And so we can never walk away from the gospel. We can never leave that. It's the central thing uh, in, in our lives and ministry as, as believers. And unlike the amazing race, we're not running against each other. We're running with each other. And, and none of us has reached the finish line yet. I, I can't say that enough, okay? I, I hope you understand that. Um, there's no aspect, there's no one aspect of our faith in Christ that we'll ever reach full maturity in on earth, in our lifetime. In every way, in every way, every aspect, every facet of our faith, we will continue to grow to be more like Christ, but we'll never get there until, uh, until we reach that finish line, until Jesus comes back or until we die. Okay? God will continue to grow us to be the man and the woman of God that he's called us to be. And just because we've heard the gospel doesn't mean that there's, uh, there's nothing left to learn about our faith. Ephesians 4, 11 through 16 says this. Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church. The apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and the pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build up the church, the body of Christ. This will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Then we will no longer be immature like children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. You guys remember the poop brownies? Yeah. Instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of his body, the church. 
He makes the whole body fit together perfectly as each part does its own special work. It helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. See, my goal as a youth pastor is not only to share the good news of Jesus Christ with you guys, but also to equip you as, as students uh, to grow in your faith in Christ so that not only will you become more like Christ, but, but you'll, uh, you'll learn how God wants to use you to help others grow in their faith so that the whole body of Christ is, is healthy and growing and unified in the faith. Look, our ultimate goal is to run this race together, not alone, not apart, not against each other. We're not competing. We're encouraging and, and, and we're running together. Okay? But we need to remember that none of us has reached the finish line yet. None of us has arrived, including me. Just because I'm a pastor doesn't mean that I still, uh, uh, that I know everything there is to know about God and the Bible and Christianity and, uh, and, and that God is done working in me and on me. Okay? That's not true. God continues to grow me to be more and more like him each and every day. I continue to surrender to him. And he can do that for you too. Even the Apostle Paul, this guy wrote most of the New Testament. Um, he admitted that he hadn't reached the finish line yet while he was still alive on this earth. Philippians 3, 10 through 16 says this. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I've already obtained all this or, or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. All of us then, who are mature, should take such a view of things. And if on some point you think differently, that too God will make clear to you. Only let us live up to what we have already attained. Look, we all need to keep running. The amazing race is over, but, but the, this race of faith that we talked about in week one, this continues from uh, the day, the moment that we surrender to Christ, the moment that we choose uh, to, to put our, our faith in him for our salvation and our trust in him and, and decide to live the rest of our lives for him. The moment that happens till the rest of our lives, we keep running. We all need to press in. Uh, to press on in the maturing of our faith until we get to the finish line. It wasn't until Paul was, was uh, literally about to die that he said, I've fought the good fight, I've finished the race, I've kept the faith. For most of us, like Paul, our finish line won't come until we die. Uh, the only other way that it could come is if, uh, before death is if Christ returns. In either case, though, we'll never fully become uh, like Christ until then. And but, but we can mature in our faith. We can continue to grow. We can live up to what we've already attained. So if you've trusted Christ for your salvation, live up to that. Live like it. Don't just sit there and wait for him to return. Don't just sit there and, and wait for your life to pass you by. John 10.10 10 says that, that he's come to give us life and life to the fullest. That means now, when we put your faith in Christ, uh, he's got purpose for you here on this earth and, uh, and you can live up to that, okay? That salvation that he's given to you as a gift through his grace, we can live in that for the rest of our lives. Invite others into your life that will help you grow. Dig into the word. Open up your Bible to learn more about this God that saved you, 
Okay, talk, talk to God through prayer and ask him to make you more like him. Um, and as you grow in Christ, learn how you can jump in and, and serve the body of Christ. What gifts has God given you that he wants you to use to help others grow? You take that next step, okay? Don't just sit on the sidelines, jump in. And if you don't know what that next step looks like, I would encourage you to talk to me or one of the hype leaders tonight or whenever. Say, man, I've been really growing closer to Christ and I feel like um, he's given me some gifts here. I just don't know how to use them. Uh, or, or I have some passions here and I really just want to help some, some other people in hype grow and in, in our church grow. We have uh, opportunities to work with sun chasers on Sunday mornings, things like that, okay? But here's the thing. Keep running. Don't, don't just let this, don't let your race of faith end with this amazing race. Keep running. Live out your salvation here on earth. Grow to become more like Christ and keep inviting others to run the race of faith with you till you reach the finish line. All right, next week we're going to start a brand new series called Evidence. And, and you can keep running this race this week by, by uh, reading the book of 1 John. Okay, it's five chapters long. Um, and, and you can spend some time in that. We're going to spend some time in that. Uh, this, this series will take us to our, our Christmas party. Um, we're going to spend some time in that along with some other passages of Scripture. And, and during this, this series, we're going to look at some things that give evidence of a maturing faith in Christ. Okay, Some, some, some sort of guide marks. Uh, um, you could call them marks of a believer. Things that you can look at to say, yeah, uh, I'm rooted in Christ. Uh, I, I'm saved and I'm, and I'm growing uh, in the right direction with him. All right? Okay, let's pray. God, thanks for who you are. Thank you for um, th these past nine weeks. Thank you for the work that you've done in hearts and lives, and thank you for the work that you're going to continue to do in hearts and lives. I pray that as we finish up tonight, um, that, that we don't just simply walk away from what you've called us to, but that we continue to run, that we invite others in, that we are still driven to invite, to, uh, to reach out to friends, and uh, that you would give us a passion for your word and for you, God, that we would, like we sang tonight, that we would never stop chasing, never stop running after you because you're all we want, God. We love you. We thank you for uh, the fun that we can have as believers and, uh, and thank you for, um, yeah, just what you've done and what you're going to do. In Jesus' name, everybody said? Amen. All right. You guys want to know who won? Do you want to talk? Okay. <clears throat> I have the answers here. I have now. Yes, I have actually. In fourth place, who do you guys think is fourth place? Green team, you are not in fourth place. Blue team, you are in fourth place. Scandalous! Right? What? 
crazy. I just blew your minds, didn't I? Listen. Blue team, you won a lot of competitions, but listen, you guys. Bring people. Okay? That's all I got to say. Third place. Okay, blue team, you did score 848,000 points, though. All right? So good work. Um, green team. You guys rocked it out in third place. You scored 893,000 points. Okay? Listen, hey, I want to say something about the green team, too. I'm really, really, really proud of you guys. All right? From the first, from the kickoff event, um, you guys have grown a lot as a team. And I've seen a lot of the fruits of the Spirit come out in you guys as you've uh, gotten less selfish and, and, and started thinking about each other and, and really pulling together as a team, okay? You guys scored a lot of bonus, bonus points. A lot of bonus points. All right? I'm proud of you guys. It's good leadership. All right. Two teams left, yellow and orange. One team scored 1,062,000 points. The other team scored 1,172,000 points. How do I make this more dramatic? Yellow team, you got second. Now, hold on. Just a second. There's a typo. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This is really fun. This is really fun. All right, listen, listen. I want to I want, I want read this to you real quick. Orange team, the lowest amount of points you scored in one night Besides getting 6,000 for the kickoff, uh, in one night, the lowest amount of points you scored was 110,000, okay? They've, they never scored less than 100,000 points. You know why? They brought people. That is one of the biggest goals of this outreach, to bring friends, okay? To get them here. It's not just about winning competitions. It's not just about wearing your t-shirts. It's definitely about bringing your Bibles, but it's about reaching out, right? It's called an outreach for a reason. So Orange Team, well done. I'm proud of you guys. Paul, come on up. You guys know what? Hey, listen. This is Paul's last week with us. Yes. Yeah, I'm making him leave. I'm just kidding. Paul, you want to tell us your story? Paul, Paul's moving to Alabama. Yes. Paul, why don't you tell us what's going on? Okay, well, it happened way, like, a lot, like, maybe, like, 
four months ago, and my sister was planning to go at college in Alabama, Birmingham, for U. It's called UAB, and we were like sitting there, and we we're trying to figure this whole thing out. And so my dad, at the time, my dad was trying out for a job in Georgia, which we didn't. Well, we wanted to go, but my dad, he had a job offer, so. Well, he went down there, and we were like, all the people were so nice to him and stuff, and we're like, oh, no, he might get the job. And then God was like, whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on a second. I got something better for you. So he didn't get that job, and he was really sad and stuff, and we were like, well, it's going to be okay. And he got another job offer in Alabama, which is 45 minutes away from my sister, and the college is Stillman College, and he got that job, and that's like a miracle. So we were going to sell the house, and we told the guy, and he, before we could even put the sign up, he already had somebody who wanted to buy the house. So it was we sold the house in one day, which is, which is pretty cool. And we were like, this is going way too fast. So we went to Alabama to go to the interview, and after the interview, we went like we went to this bank, and it said Paul Bryant Bank. We took a picture of it, and after we took a picture, my dad got a call, and this call was telling him if he got the job or not, and so he said he got the job, and we went back to the hotel, and if you really think about it, I, I just start crying. It's really hard to think about it. I mean, I... I don't want to think about it anymore because it's like I lose all my friends. And I mean, I'll make new ones, but it's it's really, it impacts you. And you gotta, it's really hard to think about. And over the time I've been trying not hard, I've been trying not to think about it, but I had to lose my dog and that was even worse. And like, when the day came for him to go, we took a picture with him. And I came home that same day after school, and I go, hey, Cody, but he's not there. And I start crying, and I'm like, oh. I call my mom, and I'm like, mom, why is this happening? I don't want this to happen anymore. And she's like, I know, it's going to be okay. I cried too and stuff. And we were going through this hard, this hard moment, and... My whole family's like, it's going to be okay. I know what it feels like. And, but when I moved here in third grade, my sister went through the same thing. So I, I guess when I tell her something, she's like, I know what it feels like. I went through it. And when I was in third grade, it didn't really matter to me because I didn't care. I didn't really think about it at the time. So it wasn't really that didn't really matter to me. But... Every day when I come home from school, I look around and there's boxes everywhere and I'm like, I can't believe this is happening. I lose my dog, my, I lose my friends, I'm moving, but you know, when I go down there, God will give me friends and people to play with and people who I will stick around with every single day of my life. And I will never forget the day of me moving and all this and, uh, yeah. We love you. We yeah. Love you, Mom. yeah. We love you, Mom. <laughs> hey, hold on. Hold on.
sounds kind of like a country song. You lose your dog and you get, you get new friends. And um, Hey, we do love you, Paul, and you will always have a home here at Hype whenever you come back, okay? And uh, yes, I'm thankful for technology because even though we can't like hang out with you all the time face-to-face, we have Facebook and all kinds of stuff, okay? Can we just finish? Would somebody, would somebody be willing to just come up, maybe one of Paul's friends, and, uh, and pray for him, and we can send him off that way? Would that be okay? Anyone? Thanks, Luke. This is, hey, this is running the race together. Okay? Right there. All right. Close your eyes. Let's pray. Dear God, um, thank you that Paul could uh, at least come here and we could all meet him and we could all um, have the time to enjoy his company and um, pray that he'll be, he'll be safe down in Alabama and make great, fan, great friends and um, learn more about you. Christ, I pray. Amen. 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 Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right.